Tiffany Tune-Up is intended for mature audiences only due to language and content. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings, Earthlings. This is Tiffany Tuna podcast in which, um, you know, guys, I miss you. I miss talking to you guys, and there have been several months since I picked up the mic to talk about anything, um, and oddly enough, everything has been going on. So many changes, um, so much newness, so much self-reflectiveness, awareness, um, self-journeyness, that's not a thing, but self-journeyness is a thing now, sure, um, but one of the things that I am wanting to do more of is document momentous occasions. I will be the first to say that I am not very good at documenting momentous occasions because I am always caught up in the moment and I'm usually nowhere near my phone, (laughs) Um, nowhere near a recording device, which would probably also be my phone. I just say that to say I want to get better at taking pictures and making videos, Um, but I'm also one of those people who want to focus on being present in the moment and so trying to find a balance between you know not trying to be an influencer and not trying to like not ruin the moment but overly shadow the genuine connections or the the genuine moment that I'm having depending on what's going on with being so concerned about documenting the moment, right? So I'm working on finding a balance. With that being said, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to the lovers and the others and the in-betweens, right? And before y'all come for me, I know that there's a apparently a terrible, horrible, ratchet meaning behind Valentine's Day. I don't feel like getting into it. I'm not researching it. You do that on your own time. Bless your little hearts. Um, But for those of you who decide to take that and turn it into something positive and celebrate the love of it all, um, happy Valentine's Day to you. I am, update-wise, I suppose, I'm currently single, have been single for a while, been single since last year, May, officially, Um, and horrible breakup, (laughs) terrible breakup, I laugh just because um, where I am now versus where I was, oh baby, um, grateful for the things that are happening in terms of moving forward, um, in terms of healing and in terms of the necessary lessons learned and things that I'm still learning. Um, and in a really such a space of gratefulness, um, for the community of people that I have in my life. And so in the same vein of documenting things, right, this episode I want to dedicate to the people that I love and the people who love on me. Um, Specifically, um, the family that I've chosen, which is the community of friends that I am surrounded by. Um, So, Valentine's Day. Um, Yesterday, I hosted a Valentine's Day event with my gal pals, and, you know, I struggled with it a little bit. Um, A 
little bit about me and how I show up when it comes to planning events. I will describe myself as someone who plans stellar, really fun, really thoughtful events. But the back story or the background of it is me like overly obsessing about are people going to have a good time Um, trying to accommodate everybody's um, you know diet and trying to find the perfect venue and the perfect activities and while it always turns out knock on wood um, pretty flawless like all overall everybody always has a great time for me I'm like in the behind the scenes nervous and sweating and just hoping everybody has as much of a good time as I am wanting them to have. Um, And so this time around was a little different for me because I am learning how not to do that, right? So I'm unlearning some old habits and learning how not to overly obsess about when I do decide to throw an event or put something together reminding myself that the whole purpose of that right is to have a good time and to bring together community and to love on my friends and for them to love on me and trying to find the balance between wanting everything to go amazingly perfect and also letting myself know that the people that are part of my community they're not looking for perfection they are just looking to spend that time with me and enjoy themselves and so if things don't go exactly perfect that's okay Um, because the intention is that we're going to have a good time so we're going to have one because who would know if it wasn't perfect only me right so nobody I'm really good at you know pivoting I pivot well so if things didn't go exactly as planned I'm usually always having a backup plan so Enough about me and my anxiety about events, right? Because at the end of the day, I am unlearning, you know, that things have to be on spot a certain way, have to be on. I know I joke about zodiacs a lot, but that's very much a Virgo thing. Like, we, things just have to be presented in such a way, or we don't want to do it at all. We are very much all or nothing people probably can ask Beyonce you can ask well if he was still with us Michael Jackson those are just a few of the Virgos that I'll throw out there Um, Forrest Whitaker so many Virgos in that creative bag like when we get in our creative bag we really want things to go so amazingly well and sometimes we can get in our own way Um, and so that is something that I'm working on so Thank you guys for letting me think about that um, for a minute. So I got it in my mind that I wanted to do a Galentine's Day. And one of the reasons why I was so inspired to do it, and I know I'm late to the party, but um, the best man final chapters, Chronicles, right? I watched it immediately as soon as it came out. And boy, let me tell you, I could I have so much commentary um, for it behind it but it's been a while and while I intended on revisiting it I'm not not right now (laughs) Um, so many other things going on in life um, and so I just haven't had time to rewatch it but um, the scene one of the scenes that stuck out to me the most was the scene where Harper, oh, spoiler alert, of course, right, Um, was the scene where Harper um, was kind of going through it, right, Um, he had separated from his boo, and, you know, they were kind of going through it, she had, you know, expressed that she was pretty much done, and I said his boo like I didn't know her name, Robin, (laughs) Um, pretty much like she was done, and she, excuse me, wanted to kind of just move on with her life and um, I'll do a separate commentary about that because baby that Robin and that Harper relationship sheesh 
Um, but that's not this right now. Right now we're talking about Harper and in that moment or those moments where he found himself just kind of in a funk, a deep, deep funk. I, I will venture out to say a depression um, because his life was getting ready to change and um, in ways that he apparently didn't see coming, although I could argue there were moments leading up to it. Um, sometimes we're blindsided and sometimes we just don't want to see, but nevertheless, he was depressed and there was a scene where he was at home, pretty much just chilling in the dark, watching TV, minding his business, and his homeboys knew that. So the crew just somewhere in the behind the scenes had a conversation with themselves and decided, man, we're not going to let you be over there depressed alone right even if you don't want to talk even if you just want to sit there and continue to sit in the dark and not shower and whatever else you're doing or not doing it over there right we're going to show up for you and we're going to come through for you and so the fellas came through with you know the drinks and the food and the games and all the things to just have a impromptu guys night right they didn't call they didn't ask they knew where he was you know and so they showed up full force um convinced him to get off the couch come play a game of cards and got a couple laughs out of him right even in his darkest time or hour um however you want to say it and most of that scene was shot in silence um if you've seen it or if you go back and watch it they did not say much. Everybody kind of walked in the door, walked in the door and was like, what up, Harper? Hey, Harper. And kind of went to doing what they were doing, right? So making plates, making the drinks, setting the table, whatever, whatever. And then when they got done, they were like, hey, we need a, another man in this game. And, you know, Harper comes over, they crack a joke, everybody laughs. But that, to me, was one of the most powerful scenes because... Um, I, a lot of times, do not know what I would do without my community. Um, And it's not just all comprised of women, um, but a lot of my male friends um, either live out of state um, or we're just not in communion like that. Most of them live out of state, which is crazy now that I think about it, like my close male friends. Um, But the community of women um, that I have they have shown up for me like that um, individually, maybe not as like a big conglomerate, right? But that same love and that same energy. And it really took me back to, right, when I went through my breakup and, you know, when I was kind of really going through it and, you know, kind of expressing that to my friends and each of them in their own way showed up somehow some way whether it was with flowers or let me come over and sit and cry with you or let me take you out or whatever it was um between them and therapy man I wouldn't know where I would be um emotionally or how long it would have taken me I mean because we don't want to put a time limit on things right there is no grief is and I say this all the time grief is immeasurable there is no time limit on how long you should grieve can grieve you know when you are going to start when you're going to end grief is something that is really its own thing like a whole separate entity (laughs) um, unto itself it's like a whole planet unto itself so you can't tell people how to grieve and you can't tell people when to be done grieving Um, if I'm being completely transparent, um, you know, I lost some people along the way during that process and that grieving process. And I even, you know, grieve every now and again, right? Um, although, you know, I'm further along in this journey than I was obviously when, you know, the breakup initially happened, but I lost a few people along the way. Um, people who I think essentially kind of wanted me to be in a space of 
you know, done with it or done with grieving or, you know, didn't understand why I was so hurt based on whatever their rationale was of, you know, maybe they thought, well, you kind of knew it wasn't going to work or it, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not my responsibility to try to figure out why others do what they do, right? It's my responsibility to address when things aren't working out, right? When things are not no longer fitting the mold or when things are not um, congealing anymore and then trying to communicate through that. And sometimes you can and sometimes you can't, right? Um, But that being said, the people who are still here, um, the people who choose to be here and the people who I choose um, for myself and the people who choose me, amazing, amazing people. So I decided to celebrate them by doing this Valentine's Day event, right? And um, for the most part, I was nervous, right? But I I walked through it and my friends, top tier, just amazing women again. um, And again, my, my male friends who aren't here and who weren't a part of the celebration, but EJ, excuse me, shout out to EJ. Um, y'all gotta excuse my horsiness too, right? Because yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday and also Galentine's. So it was a lot of yelling, talking, and laughing, but I just didn't want to forget, right, um, my, my feelings. I didn't want to forget um, and lose, like, the, the gratefulness and the, the impactful things that I'm feeling right now. And so against my better judgment, I'm recording this episode, so y'all gonna have to deal a little bit with the ums <clears throat> and the ah-ahs, okay? Love y'all down. Thank you for your patience in advance. Um, so, um, that being said, immediately, as soon as I did it, like, I wanted to do hand invitations. Like, I really wanted to do it, like, old school, really special. And I didn't want them to do anything but just to show up, right? Just show up and be loved on. But, of course, in true fashion, as soon as I sent the invitations out and the text start rolling in with the RSVPs, everybody, what do you need? What can I bring? Should I bring anything? Do you need anything? And I'm like, ugh, so stinking cute, right? Everybody, for the most part, was wondering how they could help. And this was an opportunity for me to love on them, right? Not for them to come and do anything, but just to show up and enjoy the experience. So that being said, um, I picked a venue. Um, we did candle making, um, and this is definitely going to be a cute plug real quick, um, at Wicks Up Candle Company. Um, it is in Oak Park, Michigan. Um, black owned. The owner, her name is Aisha Sanders. Amazing space. When you walk in the space, the, I mean, just from the aroma to the ambiance, um, I let her know that, you know, the event that I was having and how I kind of wanted things to be set up. Like I wanted it to be very, you know, love. Like I want things, you know, uh, hearts and pink and whatever, purple, you know, whatever. Um, girly, um, feminine aesthetic, because I really want the girls to come in and feel just this presence of women supporting women and just come and have a good time, right? And she delivered, like, the decorations, just the table settings, um, the the process from beginning to end. Um, everybody was a little nervous. You get to kind of mix your own scents, and, you know, you make the candle on the spot. Um, she walks you through everything. So nothing to be nervous about, but it was a lot of our first times, right? Um, but there, she has over 60 cents. I have been told she has ordered more. So, but it, it's such an experience. I highly recommend that you go to Wicks Up Candle Company. Um, you can find them, Google them. They will pop right up. Um, and the candles, the price range is affordable. Um, it's just, it was a lovely experience just through and through. And so shout out to Aisha for adding to the experience. The space was wonderful. She accommodates small parties, large parties. I had a party of like 11 to 12 girls and it was still comfortable. There was enough room. Um, you can you can almost treat it like painting with a twist, right? Where you can bring small um, treats or little finger foods and stuff and you can bring your, your wine and everything. 
Um, and it was just beautiful. The experience was beautiful. So thank you, Aisha, and thank you, Wicks Up Candle Company, for hosting us. Um, and so that is what I wanted, right? And so the pro- the process was about, for the candles, it takes about an hour and a half, right? But you can book the room for however, you know, long you want it within a, you know, a reasonable time of block. Um, and so I booked for, I want to say two to five, right? Because while the candles were curing, I thought, oh, we can play some games or have some girl talk. We can eat. We can have these mimosas and just really have a good time and knowing me let me tell y'all y'all know y'all know I don't care nothing about no sports and I cracked up when I sent these invitations out because the first thing my homegirl D-Mage if y'all remember D-Mage from the last episode hey girl hey um the first thing she said was you know this Super Bowl Sunday right and I and I'm telling you the first thing that came out of my mouth is girl I don't give a fuck about none of that like when I tell you we had a good laugh because I just I will never care about, I don't think I'll ever care about sports like that, but because I didn't have a Super Bowl party to go to or whatever, I just, it just really didn't even cross my mind that it was Super Bowl Sunday. However, it was early enough, like I said, where when it was over, people could still go to their respective places and still have their Super Bowl shit. So, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, all was well, right? And so, um... I didn't want anybody to do anything. I just wanted people to show up, right? And so I go, you know, I order my food in advance. Like I do m- most of what I can in advance. Um, so the day of, I go pick up the things. Um, Kroger, you know, let me tell you something. Do not sleep on your grocery store catering. Sometimes I forget that like Kroger, Meyer, Walmart, some of these places that offer deli things. Yes, you can go and you can pick up grab and go things, Costco, wherever, but I don't currently have one of those memberships, and I don't feel like I want to get one. If somebody want to share one with me, let me know. Hit me up. Um, We can go half on it for the year or whatever the membership is, but as a single, yes, it is good for stocking up, I guess, but also the food part gets weird because if all the stuff ain't frozen, when you start buying fresh stuff, it's only so much you can eat, and so fast you can eat it, so I don't have... um, children and and a spouse in my home to help me eat this food so I hate to see food go to waste the way it does in this house it's tragic um so much so that I normally eat out more than I do fresh cooking or I buy things in such a small amount because I cannot eat at the rate that the food will spoil if that makes sense if you know what I'm talking about the singles how if you hear me um so um you know don't sleep on your grocer's catering department right so I ordered pre-ordered my stuff from Kroger um got there an hour early because Virgo um and it was ready so I was like "Ooh, lovely I you know I got there and they were like oh yeah we already got it ready so I pick up the stuff you know get the mimosa stuff because we that was a drink for the day um and it was just lovely picked up some desserts right and and it was a one-stop shop situation the Kroger I went to love that Kroger there's a Starbucks inside love that for me one-stop shop y'all so anyway get all the stuff, pull up to Wicks Up Candle, um, and I go in there, and I go and I set up, and the girlies start coming in, um, I low-key, y'all, I really started to do the social media trend where you, like, record your friends, and you tell them, oh, I asked my friends to be here at this time, and let's see who came on time, and let's see who they was late, let me tell you something, I'm not going to hold y'all up. That's the type of thing that'll make me mad. Like, I don't know. Like, it looks funny when other people do it, but it'll start off cute. And then the later it get and the later people come, I'm not going to do the trend. And I'm then I'm just going to start recording while you were so late. That's a conversation for another day. The point is, <laughs> I am somebody who tries to be hella considerate. These invite the invites went out um, like a month and a half ago. Um, so everybody knew very much when to be there, what time to be there. And I also sent out a reminder text, um, you know, and I, and I very much specified, please be on time, right? Because the candle experience, that part of it is going to go on without you, right? When it starts, it starts. There's a process. You go through the things. Nobody's going to stop for you. Nobody's going to back up. It is what it is. If you come at the end, buy some pre-made candles. I don't know what to tell you. Um, because she has those as well. Love that for us. So for the people 
who came on the tail end of the experience or like right when we started Cool Beans. Um, and you know, and even some of us who came on time, whatever, the point is, <laughs> the point is, again, Virgo, we are sticklers about timeliness. So yeah, that wouldn't have worked out well for me. Moving on. So the girlies come, we start chatting, we start talking. Um, and so one of the things I wanted to do was foster um, some time for us to just have some like genuine girl talk, right? And so we wrote random questions where everybody was anonymous. I did say that you could out yourself if you want. If you don't want, that's cool. Um, And so everybody kind of wrote their questions down and put them in a bag, random bag, and just shook them up. Um, And then we just kind of pulled them out um, as we were eating our food and waiting on the candle secure um, and just kind of chilling before we played like our last game and went home or whatever. Um, the questions were so thoughtful. The ladies were so thoughtful with their questions. Um, and what I was hoping was it would help break the ice. Um, because when you have Galentine's, a lot of times there's this farce reality of, oh, all my friends, we all know each other. We all went to elementary school. We all, I know all these people from high school. While that may have been semi-true, to be honest, the way my life is, the people that were there at this particular event, these are people who I know from different areas of my life, right? So some people were from high school, some people were from previous jobs, that people went from coworkers to friends and we're still friends to this day and I don't work there anymore. So a lot of people were from different walks or different parts of my life experience where we might have bonded. Also to add, Everybody there, um, I remember one of my homegirls, as we were setting up and, you know, kind of going through the things and I kind of went over and I'm like asking everybody if they were okay. One thing she said was, she was like, you are really good at making friends. You have a lovely group of friends. And I was honored to hear that. But the first thing I said to her was, you know, we found each other, though. You know what I'm saying? You made a friend. I made a friend. But I found y'all when I needed y'all for different reasons and different walks of life, right? And so, to be fair, everybody there wasn't my best, best friend. And and sometimes um, I run into that, and that's like no shade or no disrespect. What I'm saying is there are some people there that I'm closer with than others. There are some people there that I really enjoy their company, but we don't hang out as much or we don't even talk as much, but we just have a strong connection. Or when we do, we pick up like we never left. There are some people there I talk to every day. The point is everybody that was there were people that I care deeply about, that I have an affection for, that have an affection for me, that I knew would come and that needed this experience and I knew they would enjoy themselves and have a great time. So it was a variant of ages, right? A variant of connection. And none of the ladies, for the most part, a few people knew each other, but for the most part, everybody was there because I invited them. So I was hoping that the questions, the random questions in the bag would break the ice and lighten the mood and get people kind of talking. Because I think sometimes with women, a lot of times we will suffer in silence. And one thing that I I like to do is remind people, and that's why I get on here and just tell y'all all my business. A lot of times... Um, Because one thing I like to do is I feel like the more transparent I am with my shit, with my journey, with my life things, I just hope that it helps one person. If me owning my truth, one, because I like to own it because then nobody can use it against me, right? I love to own my shit, talk about it, make it loud, proud when I'm ready, right? When I feel like I'm able But I do because I hope that it helps somebody else. I'm always hoping that somebody will hear my story and avoid some bullshit or or sidestep some bullshit. And I get like things are going to happen there the way they're supposed to. But sometimes it just takes for somebody to be like, hey, you actually don't have to go through that. Actually, no, I went through that for you. Let me tell you how that worked out for me. Or I know you're going to do what you want to do, sis, but let me give you an example of something similar I don't want you to go through that, right? I don't want you to experience that. And so for me, me telling my story is always me hoping that somebody will hear it and make a better decision or a different decision, or at least for them to know they are not crazy. They are not alone. Yes, we are all 
on this raggedy ass planet having this human experience and we're not the only ones going through some of these things right that you have community and you have other people and other women who have experienced some things and so that is what I wanted the most and and it worked (laughs) and so we started having these conversations about love and relationships and sex and just anything you could think of and some great questions were asked um and it was just a good time to really kind of get women to kind of open up about their things and their situations and ask each other for advice and like really uplift and support and hear and and not be afraid to like say what's on their mind um so many beautiful things were said so many real things were said um but the most important thing was people were very intentional about how they were saying things um and loving even if it was it sounded harsh like even if it was a harsh truth everybody was still very careful about how they were handling people right especially because everybody didn't know everybody but when you open yourself up to dialogue you're opening yourself up you're opening yourself up to the feedback right and so I think everybody there understood that and they knew that and it was great um one of my favorite parts of the whole dialogue and I just want to point this out because it was so very 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 reaffirming for me again friendships especially women friendships they are so important your community of women whether it's one two or 20 it looks different for everybody but they are so important because the way we show up for each other is truly unmatched in the celebratory times and the not so celebratory times and it is important and it is key i talk a lot about and i'm taking a side step real quick spending a lot of time alone and I do especially you know at the beginning of the breakup and I still spend a lot of time alone but um I spent a lot of time with that person and so after that it was very key for me that I spent a a copious amount of time alone um so that I can figure out who I am by myself with no influence and really kind of digest some of the things that happen and then how I want to show up the next time, right? How I want to move forward from this. What am I learning? What should I be learning? Um, and really just listening to the myself, really taking every moment to assess as much as I can, right? Um, my feelings and just kind of, you know, where I am with everything and then how I want to move forward. And that's important, right? But... I am also very much a believer a believer that while healing does occur in the silence and you do need to spend time alone, healing occurs through other people as well. Healing occurs through community bonding. Healing occurs through friendships and conversation um, and communal activity, right? So while, yes, there is a part of me that knows that I have to spend a lot of time alone, there also is a part of me that has... Um, that I've reckoned with that says, too, yes, some of your healing has to come from connecting with other people, connecting with your community, connecting with your friends, and sharing experiences, and letting people love on you as hard as it is sometimes, which sounds crazy, but sometimes it's difficult to let people love on you because it causes you to kind of have this reflection of yourself, if you will, Um, and you're looking at yourself in this mirror and sometimes it's easier to love on other people than it is to let people love on you which is wild so working on that too um, with that being said so there was a part in the conversation that happened where um, someone asked a question what's the best date you've ever been on right and I was prepared to answer a few of the girlies were prepared to answer but one of the girls was like the best date if I'm being honest I don't think I've ever been on a date before um I've been married I'm divorced and I'm you know in a new relationship and I don't think I've been on like a proper I get dressed we go out like in the world like not at home not we order whatever and sit and watch movies but like an intentional date I don't think I've ever experienced that and for a moment 
the room was hush. <laughs> like the girls got quiet, I was quiet because I had no idea, right? And one of the things that I did and one of the things of the, the day was I want to give my homegirls their flowers, the people who love on me. I wanted to just love on them, so I did little cute gift bags, right? And I bought a bouquet of roses, and I gave each girl a rose. And so everybody's sitting there with their roses. And I was kind of going back and forth. This is why it's important to follow your gut. I was kind of going back and forth whether I wanted to give the flowers, like, at the end of the thing, or if I wanted to give them as the girlies came in. And some just kept saying, give them as the girlies come in, right? Give the girls their flowers. You know, if somebody has to leave, you want them to have their flower, right? And so... As they came in, I gave their flowers. And when the one young lady was like, I don't think I've ever been on a date, you know, she expressed that. Every girl at the table instinctively passed their rose to that girl. Now this girl got a whole bouquet of roses and they were like, this is your date. This is the best date that you've been on today. This is the date. And the way I was trying not to weep, y'all should have seen me. The way I had to hold back the tears of the outpour and the immediate support and love from these women to one other woman who don't really know each other. Like, again, a few people knew each other, but you get what I'm getting at, right? Everybody instinctively was like, here is my rose. This is for you. And this is your date. And and then the, the suggestions start rolling in. Like, if you ever want to get dressed and go up out with me, let's do it. Let's exchange information. Let's do this. Because, baby, you are beautiful and you deserve. And that moment right there, I'm telling y'all, it took me right back to the Harper scene. It took me right back to that scene where the friends just showed up and were like, hey, we here for you, bro. We know it's a lot of shit going on, but we got your back. And that is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the friends you choose, the family you choose, being intentional because they, I'm a reflection of them, they're a reflection of me. And to know that I trust and have these conversations and this love fest, right, with these amazing women who didn't know this woman but heard her story and were like, this is for you. No, this is the date. This is the best date. I was so moved and so touched and was like, this is why I did this. This is why I did this. This is why I did this. Like, And it was my light bulb moment. Yes, I did it to love on them, but the fact that they started loving on each other. And let, lest we forget during the whole process, as I'm trying to be the hostess with the mostest, even still my homegirl's like, you need me to help you pass out anything. Uh, one of my homegirls, who is my homegirl by way of her sister, um, their sisters and she was like walking around trying to sneak around asking people if they want to drink like just constantly in service but in but in a loving way but I'm just like no I just want everybody to sit down I'm here to serve y'all on this day um, enjoy yourself but it's like the innate desire to just love on people I could not ask for a better group of, of girlfriends can I ask for a better group of associates um, whatever you want to call it, however you feel like you show up in my life, if you were there, um, and to some of the girlies that weren't, um, it was only so much room for so many people. I will have other events. I pray that I'm able to find a bigger space and a bigger venue. Um, but that being said, that moment, that display of love was so big and I was so grateful to just see it and witness it and just be in a room with those type of people, um, and the rest of it went well. Um, everything went great according to plan. And um, I really, really, really just would have felt remiss if I didn't document this. Um, not only for myself, because I could have did this in a voice memo, right? But I am seeing a recurring theme. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up um, is because... I hear a lot of adults, I hear a lot of people say, I don't know how to make friends, right? Where do I make friends? How do I make friends? Um, I struggle with making friends. I'm I'm not as outgoing as you, which is funny because I keep trying to tell people I'm an outgoing introvert. Like I have personality. I have a lot of personality. That may be true, but I really am. I get nervous. I get jitters when I meet people for the first time. It's not just with like romantic interest sometimes I'll meet somebody and I think they're dope and I get like 
girlfriend crushes on people like oh my god she's so dope I would love to be her friend and I get weird like like not fumbly weird but like you know I get like friend butterflies like I want to get to know this person and so I, I have my moments too um where I struggle with like making new connections I'm grateful for the ones I have right but you know I meet people all the time whether it's through work or out and about because I do have personality sometimes people just randomly come up to me or they'll say something like oh your energy called me over here oh you have such a a great personality I I go out um one of my things this year or and beyond um that I promised my therapist and I also promised myself um I try to go out bare minimum once a week even if it's by myself normally it's by myself um, and then I try not to hide in plain sight, right? So I'll go out and I won't sit in the corner table in the back, right? I'll try to sit at the bar or close to the bar, right, where the action is, where I can foster conversation, whether it be, okay, tonight my intention is to meet a guy or, you know, put myself out there in that way. Or tonight I'm just chilling, I might just want to meet a friend. Or I don't know what I want to do, but I know I need to go out because I spend the majority of my time at home because I work from home for the most part um and so having those intentional outings so that I can keep myself in a space where I'm still having these human interactions um with people um and keeping myself in the space where I'm not so closed off that I can't make genuine connections um and so What I want to say is, because somebody asked me shortly after that, and we were cleaning up and everything, and shout out to the girlies, because again, baby steps, I'm learning how to accept help. Because as soon as it was over, you know, the first thing people were saying, hey, you need help, you need help. And of course, my first response was, no, no, I got it, I got it. But I was like, you know what, I do need help. I don't want to pack all this shit up by myself. Please help me. Yes, I need help, girls. And so they did. I let, I'm learning how to let people do for me. Um, so I did. Yay, me. Yay. So anyway, moving on. So somebody asked me, how do you make friends? How do you make connections? And I am no guru. So let me just start by saying I am not a psychology major. I don't have all the answers, right? I don't know everything. But I am going to share a few things that work for me, have worked for me first and foremost and these are in no particular order but I'm going to say first and foremost on this one be yourself whatever that may look like for you show up as your authentic self just be yourself be comfortable with who you are because the goal is to attract people that love all of you that want to be involved with all of you, that want to have a relationship with the authentic you. So you showing up as somebody else or trying to put on a mask, right? And and I get that that's difficult um, sometimes to attract people that you think should want you or people that you think you want around. You What, what you will find yourself doing is attracting people that you don't have interest in with y'all don't have common interests because you're not showing up as your authentic self so first and foremost show up as yourself exactly who you are whatever that means if you're a little quirky you're a little quirky if you're a little goofy you're a little goofy it is what it is um because you will attract people who love that about you who are attracted to those things about you and you want to be attracting people that are compatible with you and your personality so show up as yourself that would be my first um, first piece of advice. Secondly, if you are struggling with how to start a conversation, if you're struggling with how do I approach somebody, so let's say you're out, you see somebody, you think they're cool, maybe you're looking at them from afar, you're at the bar, you know, like you're hearing them have a conversation or whatever. Um, maybe they're talking to the bartender and you're there making you laugh with their jokes or whatever and you think, hey, this is somebody I might want to get to know. What helps me break the ice with people is I usually try to lead with a compliment, right? Because it helps to break the ice. I'll lead with a compliment 
Um, and I might even offer a drink, right? And mind you, for me, this is in romantic and non-romantic situations, but we're talking about we're talking about platonic non-romantic situations. Um, if I see somebody or somebody catches my attention and I'm like, oh, they are funny or they they look like a pleasant person or whatever, or they're sitting by themselves and I'm sitting by myself, I may say something like, I really like that color on you. That is a beautiful color on you. If they engage me back, that is my opening, right? So that's your opening. If they say, oh, thank you. I got this shirt at the thrift store. What? Me too. I love to thrift. What's your name? My name is, you know, Tiffany Chanel. Oh, okay, cool. And then from there, it'll get easier. Then maybe you you can take it a step further. What you drinking? Okay, you know, it, you don't have to do this. I'm just saying it is a good way to get some dialogue and some energy going back and forth. Offer them, buy them another drink. Yes, with friends. Yes, in a platonic situation, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, showing interest in somebody that you want to get to know them as a friend. And be very clear, you know, I'm out. Be honest. That's that's third step, right? Be as transparent as you feel comfortable. I'm just out chilling, you know. I'm actually really just trying to make some new friends. Like, I don't get out a lot. I would love to meet people, you know, who have same interest as me. Would you be interested in, like, exchanging information however you want to do that right and usually once you got them talking if they weren't interested in talking to you they will cut you off or cut you short and yes I know that's like ooh, put myself out there scary yeah but scarier you don't and then you look up six eight nine twelve months from now you still be in the same boat right so yes it's a little scary yes it's a little nail-biting but put yourself out there get comfortable this might sound wild as hell. Get in the mirror. Have these conversations. Talk to yourself. Practice how you want to approach people so it won't feel as awkward um, when you actually go out and do it, right? Just have a little dialogue. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think the more you do it, the easier it will become and the less anxiety you'll have about it. And it'll just become more natural, right? Don't force it. If you're just out, you don't even have to go out with the intention. I got to meet a friend. I got to meet somebody tonight. Like, no, go out, put your shit on, go, whether you with other friends or you you by yourself, go. Um, the next thing I would suggest is going to things and venues, events that you really enjoy so that you can meet people that really enjoy those things too. So going to a book signing or going to a museum, going to Top Golf, going to a poetry summit, if you really enjoy poetry, going places where you will meet people that like the things that you like, that is exactly what you want to do because you want to have things in common. No, you don't have to have everything in common, obviously. You know, with, with people that you are hanging out with, my, me and some of my friends, I have one friend, I am learning more more about her every day. She likes sci-fi. She's into Harry Potter. Like some things that I'm not completely into, but then there are other things that we have in common. There are things I'm into. I love to ballroom. She don't give a fuck about that. Like, you know, um, so we, we have varying interests, but we have enough in common that we have a very solid relationship and we can still have fun with one another I'll expose her to some things she'll expose me to some things and I don't have to be in love with them to be her friend I can occasionally do them or I can say hey I don't really care for that and she can do that with the friends who who she does have that in common with and vice versa right she won't drag me to um what is it comic-con I won't drag her to um, the bar to go ballrooming, like, or, but sometimes we do, and that's okay, right, I say that to say, go places and do things that you really enjoy, and try to foster connections with people in those spaces, because you know, more than likely, they are there, because they enjoy that same activity as well, and that will make the conversation lighter as well. I think overall what I'm trying to say is I know that making connections is not always the easiest. And as somebody who does struggle with anxiety, um, I know that it can be overwhelming um, to make these connections and to kind of get out of your shell. But the more you practice, the easier it will get don't force it occasionally do it it will get better and you will start making connections with people 
um, that hopefully will be people who will be around for a while, a lifetime. I know all things, you know, come to an, all good things have to come to an end at some point, but I think the human experience is so much better when we can say that we have experienced love and genuine connections in this little short time that we do have here. Um, So I'm rooting for all of us. (laughs) Um, Again, I just wanted to do this because I wanted to, again, if any of my girlies who were there, you know, happen to listen to this episode, I want to say that I love you all for my own special reasons. I want to say that I'm so grateful um, that when I'm sick, y'all will drop off bags and keep going because I don't want to make you sick and you will send things to my home and you will check on me like daily um, and, and really just really, really, really I know that platonic love is not the same as romantic love, but I am here to damn near argue that platonic love will save you where romance cannot. Romantic love is a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. I am going to be completely elated when I find myself in a relationship that's right and it's good and it's beautiful, but I will never, ever, ever, ever let that take the place of my platonic friendships with the women and the men that show up for me consistently when I'm single and when I'm not so that's my rant that's my you know little heave holes and um I really did miss you guys um this was totally I didn't write nothing down I'm sure I sound like I'm rambling at this point (laughs) and I'm gonna let y'all go but I definitely just wanted to touch base um, with you guys because I know that I am entirely grateful for the community that I have gained over these past several years and because I know how important it is I kind of wish that for everybody like if I had one wish in this world it would be for people to know love and to experience partnerships and friendships that make them feel the way that I did yesterday and the way that I do um, with the women and the people that show up in my life so again thank you ladies and thank you for listening to me and putting up with my shit and loving on me because I definitely love you back and um, yeah if anything in this episode resonates with you if you have any questions concerns or comments Please hit me up at tiffanytunup at gmail.com, T-I-S-S-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. I almost forgot to spell real quick. <laughs> tiffanytunup at gmail.com. Depending on what platform you're listening to, some of them let you leave comments on the episodes and ask questions. So if that is um, the case, please do so. And please take the time to rate the show. I like five stars. We all like stars. Um, if you want to rate me anything less than that, you just don't have to rate me at all. That would be lovely. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, I did miss you guys. I love you guys. Um, and until next time, thank you so much. And until we speak, me, until we're in this space again.